I'm wrong, everybody. You can say it again if you want. No, that's okay. Okay. I People need to know I'm not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll say it again. Now okay. it's weird. <laughs> Welcome to the Notice Love Podcast. I'm Father Michael. And I'm Molly. <laughs> we started faster than I was expecting. <laughs> you did ask me if I was good, but then we just jumped right in. So are you ready? <laughs> I know. And then I was like, yeah, I was staring off into the distance. And you just started talking. I was ready, though. This is the earliest. I know it's not as early as we planned, but this is probably the earliest we've ever recorded this. Yeah, we only like, ever really day. do it past dinner, usually. Yeah. But yeah. here we are at noon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, noon in the morning. Noon in the morning. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about Lent. Yeah, two days till Lent. That's right. I'm excited about this. It is probably my favorite liturgical season. Really? Season. Yes. I mean, it's the hardest one. Yeah. <laughs> what do you love about it? I just love, I don't know, I feel the most united to like the Lord during Lent. I mean, I mean that's the whole point of it, right? So I guess that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, just a I. In a, in a way, it shows me, like, my weaknesses big time. If I do it right, you know, as far as what I give up and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which stinks, but also leads to a lot of growth and holiness, I feel like. Um, yes, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I like about it. What about you? It's not my favorite season. I think Advent's my favorite that's season. That's fair. But Advent is better music than Lent. Um, <laughs> Lent has, like, no music. <laughs> it has a couple good songs. But, uh, I yeah, I like that it forces me to come up against my own weaknesses and that, uh, yeah, by the things that we do, and we're going to talk about this, of what, what Lent involves. Um, Sorry, guys, I just, yeah, I just yawned into the microphone. So early. I forgot. Um, Noon in the morning. <laughs> I like that Lent, yeah, forces us to rely on the Lord. Yes, that's it's, a good when, way to put when it. When I do it well, I, I, I realize my poverty. Yeah. And that's 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 a really good thing. Yeah, we're all made for poverty. Yeah. I'd like to read the opening prayer for Ash Wednesday. Perfect. Because I think it is a good description of Lent, and I really like it. So it says, Grant, O Lord, that we may begin with holy fasting this campaign of Christian service, so that as we take up battle against spiritual evils, we may be armed with weapons of self-restraint. Weapons of self-restraint. Yeah. I think that's just such a good... Um, general idea of Lent that so that it is kind of a battle it's a campaign it's like a war but it's not against like our bad habits it's against spiritual evil it's so that through mm-hmm. self-restraint we can be like you said more united to Christ yeah there's this passage in Corinthians that says um, you say I'm allowed to do anything but not everything is good for you you say I am allowed to do anything but not everything is beneficial mm. um I think it honestly like it ties in a lot to like freedom and what freedom is and freedom and love. And we've talked about that, right? We have free will and we're, I always tell my kids like, why are we given free will is a question that is asked on one of my tests. Mm -hmm. And the answer is to choose good. That's why we're given it. That doesn't mean we have to. So a lot of times they'll be like to choose right or wrong, but that's not the purpose of us being given it. And so I think Lent is just a good opportunity to kind of like, um, for lack of a better term, train ourselves mm. to, you know, veer towards virtue more um, and to, 
yeah, practice self-restraint because that just like benefits every other area of our lives. Like when we fast or when we like maybe give something else up, mm-hmm. um, it's like what you're doing is you're training yourself, whether it's physically or just like emotionally. Like I, you have this impulse of like, I want this thing right now. And it might not be a bad thing in and of itself, but I don't need it. And yeah. so like in giving something up, so like, I don't know if I've used this example on the podcast, but I use it in class. Like I love Coke a mm-hmm. lot. This is not a surprise to anyone. <laughs> so oftentimes I'll try to, not oftentimes, I really should do it more. <laughs> not going <laughs> to pretend that I do this <laughs> enough. I'll like give up Coke and just drink water. Yeah. And I'll really want a Coke. But in those moments when I give it up by saying, I really want a Coke right now. And that's not bad in and of itself. But I'm in this moment, I'm teaching myself that I don't need to like give in to every impulse that I have. And then that in turn affects our impulses towards sin. Yes. Like our practice, our practices of, you know, giving good things up helps us to say no to bad things in turn, um, which is just immensely valuable. And that's why I love Lent so much is because it's helped me train myself a lot, like Mm -hmm. to grow in self-restraint, which is not something I'm very good at. (laughs) No, that's, that's exactly it. That, uh, by saying no to good things, we're that much stronger to say no to bad things. Mm-hmm. And I like it. This struck me the other day. I was driving through town, and it was like lunchtime. And basically, like I could just give in to whatever I desired. Maybe I desired McDonald's. Maybe I desired Taco Bell. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> no, yeah, but just that idea of like, oh, I want this, so I'm gonna go get it right now. Um, that's not a good way to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And so, like, you could say like it's less. I mean, maybe. Maybe fast food's bad for you. The jury's still out on that one. But uh, <laughs> don't ask us. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know. But uh, <laughs> just that idea that like giving in to every desire that comes our way, and they're not all going to be good. And so, uh, and we're going to talk about like what what Lent is, and a big part of Lent, one of the three pillars of Lent, is fasting. Of saying like, yeah, this thing is good. Yeah, I want it, but I don't have to choose it right now. I have that freedom. And when we do that with and for God, yeah, the next time temptation comes, you've like, you know, you've done your lifting. Yeah, like absolutely. You're, you're ready to fight in a way that maybe you weren't before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to read this thing just kind of, I guess we should talk about maybe the origins yeah. of Ash Wednesday yeah. and Lent. So Ash Wednesday is in two days by mm-hmm. the time this is, you know, it's out for the world to listen to. Um, and I think this one article just summed it up really well. The tradition of Ash Wednesday stems from an ancient Jewish practice of wearing ashes on your head. The ashes symbolize the dust from which God made us and humbles us to remember our beginnings. It's meant to help us discover deeper spiritual maturity. Ash Wednesday and Lent are typically practiced by Catholics, although several other Protestant denominations observe it. Lent starts the same way, this is the same day, and represents a time of challenge followed by a time of blessing as we celebrate the resurrection of Easter. Um, and the practice of Lent, no matter how we choose to practice it, is regarded as highly personal. So I think, yeah, I love Ash Wednesday for mm-hmm. what that said. Like the, you know, remember you are dust into dust you shall return. Yes. Like that whole remembering where we come from. Mm-hmm. It's just like a total knock to our pride, which is so important because we all have pride in one way or another. I was just talking to someone yesterday. Usually I feel like, and correct me if you think that, if you disagree with this, but I think usually, I mean, we all struggle with pride 
but usually a person veers more towards one end of pride or the other. So either like thinking too highly of themselves or thinking too low of themselves. Yeah. And and I don't think people realize thinking too low of yourself is a form of pride too because like a false humility. Yeah, humility mm-hmm. is not thinking of yourself less. Thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less and, and knowing who you are mm-hmm. um, in God's eyes. Yeah. No more, no less, right? Yeah. Um, and so I love Ash Wednesday because it's just a roof. It's very humbling. And it just rem- it's just such a like blatant physical reminder, right? You got the ashes on your head of like, I'm not meant for this life. Like, I am meant to return to the dust from which I am created. And like, that really puts your puts it <laughs> puts things in perspective right because it's yeah. so easy to get just like lost in the things of this world so easy it's basically the priest saying you're gonna die one day yeah um and when we come up against that reality it teaches us like okay this life isn't forever i get to decide what to do with this and yeah. either i can spend it on you know indulging every want that i have uh or like really living for god and that's that's like the core of lent is putting God at the center and mm-hmm. doing all these things, not just to do them, but so that we can put God at the center. That's something a friend of mine would always say, and I think about it every Lent, is that when I'm hungry for whatever it is. McDonald's, like, let's say. <laughs> McDonald's, for example, or chocolate <laughs> or coffee or whatever it is you mm-hmm. give up. Like when I desire that, you just have to remind yourself, like my deepest desire is really for God. Mm-hmm. That um, this is a thing it's real but it's not it's not the thing i want most and yeah. it's such a good thing that like i'm terrible at fasting particularly like ash wednesday and good friday mm-hmm. these like real days of fasting when i say real days of fasting we pale in comparison to like eastern catholics yeah. oh yeah. my gosh but, uh, yeah we eastern you and Christians. i last year talked to someone who was yes talking about how what 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 denomination i don't remember where that was at at leonardo's the guy who worked at Leonardo's. oh yeah yeah oh yeah their advent in lent is a lot longer and a lot stricter in the sense of like not eating meat uh, or dairy yeah Yeah, it's it's, crazy yeah and so when i say that ash wednesday and good friday are hard i'm like pathetic when it comes (laughs) to fasting but every moment of that day when you're like man i'm hungry i wish i could just snack or i wish i could eat whatever i want uh like you keep hitting that wall of like i need god i need god yeah and i love that but you can like it's important to like have to i think know what ash wednesday and lent is and the purpose of it mm-hmm. before those days of fasting because you can literally totally waste it and i've done that so much yeah like instead of letting that turn me towards god i just get more ticked off <laughs> pardon my friend <laughs> i just get more ticked off and i'm like dang it i i'm just grumpy and i want to yeah. eat and i'm mad that i can't instead of being like okay i'm not happy but mm-hmm. like i'm doing this for jesus like so important to keep that mindset um to fast well um, yeah. because otherwise you're not eating for no reason and you're just <laughs> wasting it it's just sad yeah <laughs> and if you're gonna not do it turn it towards the lord mm-hmm. <laughs> um so one thing i think we should talk about um and maybe just offer some advice on is how to decide what to give up for lent yeah. but maybe we could start with examples of things that have worked for us and things that haven't maybe we'll start with what hasn't you know maybe one one or two things each of us have given up that yeah. just like wasn't wasn't the vibe (laughs) (laughs) there's definitely times uh i think the ones that haven't worked for me or they were not when i was too ambitious and sort of treated it like i'm going to do something really hard to prove myself that i can that i can do it Mm -hmm. um 
and some I'm trying to think of like a concrete example that was just beyond my capabilities. I think there's years where I considered like sleeping on the floor mm-hmm. and then I just didn't do it. Um, <laughs> or uh, even um, so last year, and this is also a good example, uh, a group of, of guys at our high school, me and another teacher, we got together in this group of guys. We all tried to do things in common. Um, and then and then coronavirus happened. So yes. like we were su- super into it. It was like the best Lent I've ever had. Yeah. And then like all of a sudden I was like stressed out and anxious from the world mm-hmm. and it just all kind of fell apart. Right. And so I think that's just it's good to be realistic mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, not go into it thinking, oh, I'm going to prove that, you know, I can. I don't know, like only eat once a day or something. Right. For, like that's just dumb. Like you're gonna you're gonna fail and feel bad about it, but also it's not necessarily doing the thing it's meant to do. Yeah, I think the key to deciding what to give up for Lent or what to do for Lent is looking at areas in your life where you desire, where you feel like the Lord is calling you to grow more, mm-hmm. and then choosing something that will directly affect that. Yeah, I have often not done that and just done something because I'm like, well, I want to eat healthier, yes. so I'm just going to do that, rather than looking at, okay, that's not a bad thing at all. Mm-hmm. But I, I shouldn't, and we talked about this before, Lent isn't meant to just be this like self-help thing. It's meant to lead you towards God. It's mm-hmm. not just meant for, it's not meant for you to become who you want to be. It's for you to become who God's calling you to be. It's not a diet. Right, yeah. And I think there's definitely been times where I've just been like, this is something I want to do and it's hard and now it's Lent, so I guess I'll do it now rather than looking at the sins I'm consistently struggling with, looking at the temptations I'm constantly facing and thinking, okay, what can I do that's going to like directly help me tackle this and thus grow in virtue? And I so I think like, yeah, there's been times where I've just been like, I'm trying to think again of a specific example where I've just been probably like, oh, I just want to eat healthier. So I'm like not going to eat candy or like sweets mm-hmm. or like fast food as much. And that's probably a good thing for me to do anyway. But that shouldn't be my like Lenten observance unless it directly leads me to deeper virtue in the way that God is calling me to grow. If yeah, that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. Like i I think one year I came to my spiritual director with kind of a list. Yeah. Like I'm gonna do all these things and he was kinda like, What does that have to do with God? Mm-hmm. Like you exercising every day because you wanna make that habit is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But it it it's not getting to the real point and yeah. purpose. Yeah. I think we can we're Everything in our culture is so into this of like, and people use this word a lot, and it's not necessarily a bad word, but self-care. Yeah. Like, we should care for ourselves. Yes. But like, that's not the point of life. Right. And, yes. And if, if Lent turns into this, like, how do I make make me into what I want to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, that's that's not the, the idea of it. Yeah. And oftentimes I think Lent just like sneaks up on us and it's just like, oh, what do I want to do? So I'm just going to do it. But... I think now is the time, and you know, we talked about this yesterday that Lent was in a week, and I was like, oh, I gotta be praying mm-hmm. about what I'm gonna do, rest so that Ash Wednesday doesn't come, and I'm like, ah, I gotta do something. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I've been wanting to do this, so I'll just do it. Like, pray, pray about, it. like, okay, like, Lord, what what things are you asking me to grow in? What opportunities do you want me to take? Um, and not that he's going to struck you, strike you with lightning and say, give up chocolate. Like for <laughs> I'd be so specific surprised. I know. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, just like he'll move your heart towards, you know, the things that you need to grow in and mm-hmm. will lead you to something that will help that. And that last year for me, too, was just probably the best Lent of my life because I actually spent a lot of time before doing that and praying 
Um, and we did groups with our kids, which was just really awesome. Mm-hmm. And that called me on a lot to just see like my high school students keeping each other accountable and taking on all these hard challenges mm-hmm. um, for a greater purpose. But I also was the first time that I was like, okay, what areas do I need to grow in and what is going to help that rather than just like willy nilly giving something up. So I did um, like I had a set bedtime and a set wake up time, even on the days when I didn't have to wake up at that time for work. Um, fun fact about me, I'm horrible at sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, just horrible. Um, and so, you know, but the, I didn't do it just so that I'd like have a better sleep schedule. I had, I, my goal was that I have a better prayer schedule because yeah. that was something I really need to grow in was consistent prayer. And I personally find when I pray in the morning, it's really great, but I never wake up early enough to do it, to take a slow morning. Um, and I just have, I've found that I have a very holy morning if I, you know, wake up earlier, am not rushing to get ready and can take a lot of time to like read scripture or something like that. So like the bedtime was so that I'd be able to wake up at that specific time and it put me in this routine with prayer. And it was so beneficial, right? I looked at one thing that I need to grow in in my life was just personal prayer and like the consistency of it. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, what can I do to like make that happen? That's what I'm going to do for Lent. And that's why it was so beneficial for me was because it wasn't just like, oh, I want to sleep better, so I'm going to do it. Did it help with that? For sure. Mm -hmm. And that was great. And that's not a bad thing that it helps with other things. But the main purpose of it was like to grow in prayer because that was like something that the Lord was definitely like calling me into more. And that's what made it such a great Lent for me. Yeah, the same for me. that, And I think the things that that did it so... um, the fact that that I was doing it with a group of people mm-hmm. was kind of helpful. That it wasn't just like, okay, I'm gonna choose this and suffer through it by myself, and or or <laughs> not do it and no one will know. And yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's very easy to do. So yeah. that accountability was really good, and even like the 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 men's group that we set up, like we chose some uncomfortable things, yeah, like you guys cold showers, hardcore. And, but the thing that hit me the most, at least until like lockdown was no media after 9 p.m. And that was so huge of like consciously kind of setting aside the like noise that I e- very easily fill my life with. Yeah, and, I got to uh, do that this year. You yeah, I'm definitely me doing of that. Yeah. yeah, it's just accountability. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because it's uh, maybe it wasn't like the most like hard penitential thing. It's mm-hmm. not like yeah, a cold shower is terrible. Um, uh, or, horrific. It really, <laughs> honestly, is. It, it yeah. is. <laughs> but, like, just that simple thing of, like, okay, like, I'm just... And it's it's not like I then, like, spent hours in prayer before I went to sleep every night. I would read a book um, mm-hmm. or something like that. And that I think it's just good to return to those things. Yes. And uh, God works through uh, taking out noise and yeah, busyness absolutely. and distraction and anything that so that for me was a big thing of eliminating those distractions so mm-hmm. that i think that's part of why it was such a good lent and i'm excited uh to do it again mm-hmm. or to do different things but to do it in a similar way and also with uh yeah just with the intention of like oh this was great and yeah. it's it's possible like i want to throw myself into this yeah so i guess what what advice would you give people if maybe they're listening to this and it's two days before ash wednesday mm-hmm. and they're still like not sure what to give up or what to do. Yeah. Because you could, you don't have to give something up. It's like, great too, but you yeah. can do something, you know, which could in a, in turn be giving up time or whatever. But anyway. And that's, I think that's why it's so good to go to those three things. So fasting, which we talked about, 
but also prayer and almsgiving, um, they all kind of go together. Like yeah. we, when you think of like stereotypical Catholic Lent, it's like, oh, what are you giving up for Lent? And that's it. But it's good to do those other things in addition. So think of something to fast from, like you said, Molly, of like, where do I need to grow in my relationship with God? What can help that? And especially ask God, yeah. what does he want you to fast from? But I think just as important, um, prayer, which, like, it's just important. Yeah. <laughs> it's really important. It's our life, our yeah. life, uh, something. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a specific word that's slipping my mind. Our lifeline? Not that. It is life, kind of a lifeline. It, it definitely is. It's life-giving. Yeah, that's true. That's not the what word's you're not of. coming to me. <laughs> it is our life. It's the source of our life. It is, yeah. Maybe that's what I was. We say. have to pray. Yes, we 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 have to if we want if we want to know Jesus. Yeah, and if if you don't have a great prayer life, then Lent is a fantastic time to to kind of like kickstart it. That, yeah. Um, like do it with like have accountability with other people, mm-hmm. but like think of something doable that will help you grow in your relationship with God and and see what happens and. And then almsgiving, like, I think it's so important, like, this isn't all about us. Kind of like going back to this isn't a self-improvement plan. So what is almsgiving? Almsgiving is basically, like, get in general terms, giving to those in need, giving yes. to the poor. That can take a lot of forms. Mm-hmm. Um, giving money on a regular basis or donating food. Or time. Time, yeah, helping someone. Whatever whatever it is to get out of yourself to serve other people. Mm-hmm. Something we did in that, that guys group last year was... Uh, one of the ways of almsgiving was dedicating each day of fasting to a person so that it wasn't just we're doing these things and we are doing them to get closer to God, but I'm doing this for this person's intentions. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a good way to not be so self-focused. Yeah, yeah. I um, So at Franciscan, where I went to college, there's households, which is, for those of you not familiar, kind of the like Catholic version of sororities <laughs> and fraternities. Mm-hmm. Um in my household, we would do this, um, like we would do a sacrifice each week where we would offer up our weekly sacrifice for like a person in need. And the whole household would do the same person. So oh, wow. we would be like, hey, this person I know is going through a hard time. Like we should do this person. And that was very, it just adds so much meaning to sacrifice because mm-hmm. it's not just like, again, it draws you back to the purpose, right? It's not just like you're doing this for the sake of doing it because if you are, you're missing the purpose. You're doing it for the sake of something higher, something holier. Um, and often for others, for God, but for others. And it's, that's the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. And you're missing the point if you're doing, if you are, you know, giving up social media for the sake of just not being on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you not, like, there's a deeper meaning, right? Mm-hmm. We need to look at that um, and, and find something that, yeah, like I said earlier, God is calling us to grow in. And then if we do that, wow, like God could do so much in those 40 days. Yeah. And we can often, like, combine them. So say you fast from coffee like maybe you're going to save money that you would have spent at dunkin donuts you can get i'm calling not calling out. you out or anything <laughs> or myself um but you can uh say like you fast from that and you yeah. save that money or you or like once a week you don't get something that you uh then you can give to somebody i think it just all ties together into not being so self-obsessed yeah and uh i think that's always good for all of us yeah and i think something else i just thought of that it's important to keep in mind is like don't do something that's going to make you a less virtuous person just because it's like a sacrifice. <laughs> yes. So like you mentioned sleeping on the floor earlier. I have really rough sleep. 
And there's a part of me that like loves that idea, but I know that I just like would not be a healthy because it's like a health issue for Mm -hmm. me and I would not be a healthy person and thus would probably be more irritable and wouldn't be able to be as lively with the kids because I wouldn't get any sleep. Like, so that would not be something good for me to do. It could be something really good for someone else who can Mm -hmm. sleep on the floor fine and it won't affect their health and it'll suck for them, but it'll be something good to offer up. Right. So it's important to not push yourself, like you mentioned earlier, beyond your capabilities Mm -hmm. or, and also to not do something just because it's a sacrifice. Just because it's hard. Yes. Yes. I think that's something that like, um, Catholics can really fall into. I think people, especially really into their faith, really wanting to grow in their faith. What's the hardest thing I can do? Right. <laughs> but we're not all called to do the hardest thing. Yeah. Um, and so it's definitely important to make sure that it actually will lead you to virtue and not vice because so- some, if it's different for each person, what, what leads you to virtue is a little bit different than what's going to yeah. lead me to virtue. And that's just so important to consider when, especially before Lent, I think, because I've made that mistake before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just done the opposite of what yeah. it's supposed to do. <laughs> if not drinking coffee in the morning, like, makes you, like, a jerk yeah. to people, like, well, maybe don't give up coffee. Yeah, the- maybe make give up uh, putting anything in your coffee and yeah. just drink black coffee, yeah. right? That's like, think of substitutes mm-hmm. of things that you can do instead, but yeah. That's a really good example that I think. Yeah, that's important. That's a good lesson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give up coffee if you're gonna be the worst. But uh-huh. I challenge you to drink it black if you hate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's a good mindset for the whole of Lent. What do you think about? Well, so two things. Okay. First, what happens when you say, say you gave up Coke, mm-hmm. McDonald's Coke, and then one day you're just like, I just can't take anymore, and you go and get it. Then mm-hmm. what? Is Lent ruined? No, absolutely not. Um, The purpose of Lent is not perfection, just as the purpose of our lives isn't perfection. You know, it goes it goes this way within Lent and outside of Lent. We're going to fall and we're going to stumble and we'll try not to for Mm -hmm. sure. I'm not saying just like go in with this expectation of failure, but that doesn't mean, oh, I didn't give up Coke, actually. So like. I should go right back to drinking all the time and like mm-hmm. be, be mad because I failed at Lent. Absolutely not. That's not how God looks at anything, right? He's so merciful. All he wants is just for us to strive. And like that striving, even if it includes a few stumbles in the midst of it, is is still virtue and it is still significant. And like, like I always think of it as like, I think of this with sin and I think this is comparable to like giving up something for Lent. Mm-hmm. Like you were... Our, our walk to heaven or walk through Lent is like a stairwell. And if I, you know, mess up, quote unquote, in some way, I think it's really easy to think that I fell down the entire flight of stairs rather than I just tripped on the step I'm on yes. and can get back up and keep climbing. But that's actually what it is. You don't restart and fall to the bottom of the stairs and have to start climbing again, right? Mm-hmm. You might fall down for a second and not be walking as fast, but you get back up and keep going. Um there's no like start over button with imperfection. God knows that, you know, we have a we have a tendency to sin. All of us mm-hmm. do because of the fall. Thanks, Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. It's just reality. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he works works with us in that because he knows us, right? Yeah. If like you were setting out to be like a great student, so you're trying to study every day, or a great athlete, so you exercise every day, even if you miss days. You, if you did it more than you would have, like you're going to benefit. Yeah, and absolutely. It's not about yeah. It's not about having this perfect score. Mm-hmm. It's like did Lent help you to be closer to the Lord? Mm-hmm. Did did you allow God to work through 
your sacrifices even if you didn't do them perfectly. Yeah, and what the hope would be is that even if you don't do it perfectly in those moments where you're not, you offer that to the Lord too and maybe could even be drawn more like because that's what God does, right? He turns everything into the good. of He works all things for the good of those who love him and that includes our mess ups mm-hmm. um, and our sin. Um, so even if that's just like if I were giving up Coke and it was me drinking a Coke, like... I could go home and get really mad at myself and just like give up or I could go home and be like offer it to the Lord and ask him for the grace. And that draws me closer to him, too. You know, when we offer it to him, he uses all all for for holiness and for virtue if we give it to him. Right. Yeah. When when we realize like, oh, I'm too attached to this, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, it's a moment of grace because it's it's us learning that again, back to that word poverty. It's like how poor we are, how weak we are. And. That can, yeah, that can be a moment where we're angry and hate ourselves, or it can be a moment of like, okay, God, like I need you that much more. Yeah. I realize that I need you. So, yeah, I think whatever happens, even if you like mess mm-hmm. up for a whole week, yep. Um, just jump back into it. Yep. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Nobody's, Fine. nobody's mad at you. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Anna Montana. <laughs> One of the great wise women of our time. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> Second uh, thing. Okay. Sundays. Sundays. What do you do for Sundays in Lent? Hmm. I don't know if I have the correct answer to this. I don't think there is one. Okay. That's yeah. good to know. I used to use it as a cheat day, quote unquote cheat day. So you, whatever um, you gave up on, you would be able to do it on Sunday. Yes. I have not done that anymore. Mm-hmm. For me, the reason is because of consistency rather than like, I want to be so holy. I don't even need to give it up on Sundays. But like, for the example, the sleep thing, which I'm thinking is what I'm going to do again this year, even though I don't want to, <laughs> it'll, it'll be really good for me, um, for my virtue. But, uh, like that wouldn't have worked with that for me. Like, yeah. because it's like, I'm keeping this very consistent sleep schedule and then I falter, you know, or I just don't do it on Sunday. It's going to be more like that I'll falter in that on other days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it, if I was just giving up, you know, something to eat, I, I feel like, I wouldn't at this point in my life. I used to do that, and I just I don't think I would anymore. Um, what about you? What are your thoughts on that? I feel like I definitely, as I grew up, thought like, well, that's like lazy. Yeah. And maybe I didn't even hear about it for a long time. Kind mm-hmm. of like, of course you would. <laughs> like, yeah. why would you? <laughs> why would you give in or whatever? And then I've definitely done some years where, whatever it was, I uh, partook of it mm-hmm. on Sundays. Why is that? Just because Sunday is a little Easter, yeah, and it's it's a day that even in Lent, it's a day that we celebrate the resurrection of mm-hmm. Jesus, and uh, it, I mean, it's like the Sabbath. It's not just a day for you have to go to church, but it's a day for rest and recreate, like recreation, recreation, mm-hmm. like yeah. and celebrating. Um, and so sometimes I would, I would, uh, yeah, whatever I'd given up, I would, I would have on Sunday. And usually it was like Mountain Dew, or something <laughs> a classic, like, something like that. Um. And so I think I see a point in that. Yeah. But I think what you said is important too that if just being consistent will help you to really keep growing and stay with it, mm-hmm. maybe that's worth not not giving in for those days or yeah. or celebrate celebrate Sunday in lots of ways. Maybe yeah. it's not Mountain Dew or, or <laughs> right. whatever it is, McDonald's Coke. I think it's case by case basis it mm-hmm. sounds like to me. Um Yeah. It's not right or wrong. Yeah. But um I think it's about your intention mm-hmm. um, and what will help you to get the most out of Lent Yeah, for your personal growth and what God's calling you to. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, yeah, I think it's also important to remember, I mean, we touched on this a little bit in the beginning, but mostly with Ash Wednesday, why we celebrate Lent, why Mm -hmm. we practice Lent. Um, And that's mainly looking forward to Easter should be a part of it, right? So you want to talk about that a little bit, maybe? Yeah, that it's... (laughs) It would be sad if there was this season of like now you fast and then just back to normal life. No, it's it's fasting and penance and all these things with the aim of preparing ourselves for Jesus's passion, death, and resurrection, which are like the center of our our faith. And like in ancient times, this came out of a preparation that people made to become Christians. That this was what led up to their baptism at Easter, and so kind of just with that idea of being renewed. I, I guess mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, and we should keep Easter in mind during Lent. It's yes. not just suffering for suffering's sake. It's, mm-hmm. and I think, <clears throat> I think we've talked about this before, joining everything to the suffering of Christ. Yes. That, um, and so whatever you do in Lent is with that idea of like, well, at the end of this, we're going to remember that Jesus went to the cross for us yes. and then he rose from the dead for us. So, um, yeah, it's good to, never forget the point or the mm-hmm. end yes uh, because it's an amazing absolutely. thing at the end yes absolutely it commemorates jesus's time in the desert he was the holy spirit led him into the desert before his public ministry for 40 days to where he was he fasted and he experienced a lot of temptation from from the devil so it's i mean we're going to experience temptation mm-hmm. it's in, in lent especially like during a time when we're hardcore pursuing pursuing virtue like it's not going to be easy and you can expect to be challenged and tempted yes. more that's um, such a good point to bring up. Like, don't yeah. be discouraged that your temptations show up. Yeah, yeah. We know that Satan goes after those who are more of a danger to him. Like people who are on the side, like not really striving in their faith, aren't going to experience that much temptation because Satan has no reason to go after them. Right? Mm-hmm. He's going to go after the people that are close and pursue close to the Lord, pursuing virtue. So, don't be surprised if you struggle through mm-hmm. Lent. Um, but that's not a bad sign. In fact, it's a good one. Yeah, keep struggling. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was going to say something related to that. Oh, uh, man. Oh, the, the image of Jesus in the desert, that mm-hmm. the desert is a place where there's no food, maybe there's no water, you have to, there's danger, you have to rely on God providing. And I mm-hmm. think that's the, the lesson that Lent can teach us of completely relying on the Lord. And we eliminate yes. things so that we can focus that much more on what, yeah, what he what he gives us, which is yeah. what really matters. Yeah, God is our provider. Um, we're meant to have a lo- like some blind trust in that, mm-hmm. and that's a great opportunity to grow in that. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and yeah, take these like two days. It's almost Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Pray, pray about it. it and <gasps> we said that at the same time. We're thinking the same <laughs> thing. Get ready. It's coming. It's coming. Coming in hot. (laughs) Lent 2K21. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So, Father, how has the Lord loved you this week? So, on Monday, I substituted for you. You did. For a class. Thank um, you so much. I got snowed in in Boston. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, But it gave me an opportunity to watch a video I had seen before, which was Father Mike Schmitz speaking at... A conference several years ago, and he's talking about the real presence of the Eucharist. Yeah, that is the video you wanted me to show those kids, it right? It is. <laughs> okay. Could, I was like just getting confused because you had subbed a couple weeks ago too, and I was like, which video is he talking about? But now I remember. <laughs> I showed them the wrong video. It was, <laughs> but uh, it was such. I'd seen it before. It's a conference talk. It's a classic. It's, it's a great. classic. But uh, it kind of just it. Father Mike talking about um, 
Jesus giving us himself that love wants to give itself, and especially as humans who have bodies, we give ourselves in a physical way. So married couples, obviously, and people in love holding hands and all that stuff. But <laughs> at the Last Supper... Holding <laughs> hands and all that stuff. <laughs> That's what you get for smooching. I'm losing it. That was so. I don't. That was just. It was holding just so holding all that stuff. All that gross hearing stuff. a priest talk about marriage. <laughs> okay, I'm I was, so sorry. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so we want to give of ourselves, and Jesus gave of Himself. Yeah. So at the Last Supper, He said, "This is my body. This is my blood," and so that like. I watched that video. I was like, oh, this is really good. Good job, Father Mike. Yeah, he and then, did. It. <laughs> then like the next day as I was celebrating Mass, that like all just came into my head. Ooh. And it was like such a good moment of like, um, because for a priest, you're doing something at Mass. You're mm-hmm. you're saying the words and you're performing the actions. But just to have kind of that reminder of like, this is Jesus giving himself to me and the people mm-hmm. um, out of love was a really great thing. Yeah. And it came from... Uh, just watching this video with these kids and then having that come back. That's awesome. Yeah. So thanks. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Father Mike. Thanks Schmidt. for subbing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Father Mike. You're mm-hmm. doing good work out there. Mm-hmm. How about you? How's God loved you lately? Um, honestly, uh, we so last night we were supposed to have adoration as we have every other week, and then we had to cancel it because of the snow, because it started snowing. So the band and the prayer team, part of them, got there. But then we had to cancel it and send everyone home. But before we left, we had about 10 minutes just with the band of just like we all worshiped together before we sent everyone home. And that was just a really special moment because a lot of this year for me, a big part of my job has been like training them to lead worship and stuff. And so seeing them like confidently step into that and it become really natural for them Mm. has just been really beautiful to see how like. God has given them confidence in their gifts um, and how much God wants to do that with all of us, right? Like he has given each of us gifts and um, to ignore them is to waste what he's given us. And just to see the kids who I literally love more than life itself step into that is just super powerful. So that was a cool moment for me. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. We also usually finish at this point, right? But Father, you have something to share. Yes. (laughs) Giveaway! Um, how has God lo- loved you lately? Stickers. Um, so <laughs> Wait, we, really? <laughs> what? They say that? No. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> no. oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> would, hey, Father Matthew. <laughs> write that down. Um, so we have some Know His Love stickers that just say Know His Dot Love in mm-hmm. the typical cool. logo. Um, we'd like to, to give them away to some people. So um, if you would share your favorite episode of this podcast in your Instagram story, or even on on Facebook or Twitter as well, and tag us, so tag uh, Know His Love on all those mm-hmm. different things, that will will enter you in to potentially win a really cool Know His Love sticker. I'm very happy with that. Oh, yeah, they turned out so awesome. Yeah, so... I almost choked. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> You're so excited about these stickers. <laughs> I really am. Uh, but But, yeah, so share your favorite episode. Even if you want to share what you liked about it, uh, because that would be helpful to us. Yes, that would give us some (laughs) guidance into what to include in future episodes. (laughs) And then tag Know His Love uh, in whatever you use. Um, We will pay attention to that, and we will be sending out... Well, we'll get in touch with you somehow, Mm -hmm. and then we will send out some We will guess your address. (laughs) (laughs) Look you up in yellow pages. Yeah, Yeah. so 
yeah, so we, that would be great to see. So mm-hmm. share share episodes, get a sticker, and I hope a lot of people decide to do that. Yeah, me too. Tag Father and I. Um, we'd love to see that too. And mm-hmm. at fr Mike Gossett, right? Mm-hmm. And then at m o l l s m c m. We'd love to see that too. Yeah. Cool. So we will see you next time. We will. Tell Happy us what Lent. You like. Happy Lent. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.